Welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast for Friday, January 10th, presented by SeatGeek. I'm Caroline Gonzalez. We'll be joined shortly by Will Clapp, offensive lineman for your New Orleans Saints, who spent some years, 2014 through 2017, with the LSU Fighting Tigers. So we talked to him about his time at LSU, what he's doing now that the Saints season is over, if he's going to the game, and of course, his favorite Coach O story. ahead. That's all ahead of the College Football National Championship game on Monday. Monday right here in the Superdome. Of course, if you're listening to this, I probably don't need to tell you that because I'm sure if you're a Saints fan, you're probably more than likely an LSU fan. But we'll also hear from Sean Payton in his end-of-season press conferences, some of our favorite sound bites from that press conference, so we'll play that for you. I hope you are all having a great new year. It kind of seems weird that it's only uh, January 9th. We're recording this a day ahead of time, but it's kind of weird. It seems like I've kept my New Year's resolution for more than nine days, but I I think I'm probably already going to give it up. I tried to go vegetarian and uh, living in Louisiana and being from Texas, that just isn't going super well for me. So I hope you are all having more success than I am, and I hope you are all having a great new year. But let's go ahead and get into things with Saints offensive lineman Will Clapp. Will, how are you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Of course. Well, it has to be kind of weird because obviously the season ended earlier than you guys expected it to, but guys are cleaning out their lockers. Everyone's going back to their, their homes and you, you stay here. Is it kind of weird to kind of be one of the only guys that, that stays in new Orleans for year round? Yeah, it's definitely weird. You you go from seeing these guys every day for uh, four or five months to, you know, everybody's gone and I'm one of the only guys left in the city kind of, yeah, just working out by myself now. All by yourself. That has to be kind of uh, kind of lonesome. Do any other guys that you know uh, in the NFL come in and join you in workouts that are maybe with other teams? Uh, I'll go up to Baton Rouge uh, probably just you know once a month just to go work out with some buddies that work out up there, uh, and that's really you know the, kind of the only interaction I get with those guys. Gotcha. Well, the whole reason we have you on the show today, of course, is because LSU uh, is in the College Football National Championship. You are a part of that Fighting Tigers team. And I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Were you an LSU fan growing up? Yeah, so my dad played at LSU when uh, when he was in college. And so just growing up, uh, LSU was a big part of my household. Of course, I'm, as it is most people who live in Louisiana and, and New Orleans especially, but that's awesome that your dad played, and, and I was curious, and now that you said that, I'm sure the answer is yes, but did you go to any of the championship games in New Orleans as a kid in, in any of those years? I actually did not, so, uh, yeah, my parents are, my parents always made us go to bed early, and I would <laughs> never be able to stay up for <laughs> those. Uh, I think the one was like, what, was, those three that would have never been, I've never been able to see that was the way my parents always made us go to bed. Oh man, that's tough. My parents made me go to bed early too, and ne- they never let me watch TV. So all of the references that people have, especially my age, like SpongeBob references, any of those, I'm like, well, wasn't really allowed to watch those shows. So it's one of those memories. Are you planning to go uh, to the game on Monday? Yep, I'll be there. Uh, super excited to get to see a bunch of my former teammates and. Uh, you know, watch LSU try to get that national championship. Of course. What's what stood out to you about this LSU team this year? Uh, really, it's that offense. Uh, it, it, it looks pretty similar to me. Uh, you know, Joe Brady going over there and 
you know, putting together some stuff that, yeah. you know, he's gotten from, you know, Simon Saints and, you know, his other stops. But, you know, him working with the, the current uh, LSU coaches, you know, I think that offense has just been amazing this year to watch all those players uh, run into perfection. It's been awesome to see. Yeah, you kind of have a unique perspective because you knew uh, Coach Joe Brady when he was here, and then obviously when he went to LSU. I remember Sean Payton joking that he told Joe Brady it was a, it was a wrong decision to go to LSU. But were you surprised at all at the success that he's having at LSU, knowing him from the Saints? Uh, I can't say I'm, I'm not surprised because I don't think anybody could predict that he'd be this good and that team would, you know, skyrocket to be one of the best offenses in the country. But uh, I mean, I, I, we always we always knew that Joe was a good coach, and uh, I'm glad to see that you know he fits so well with LSU. There's so many Joes to keep up with. Uh, Joe Burrow, of course, he's become a local favorite and a fa- favorite of everyone who's a fan of LSU, especially when he did the the Burrow spelling on the back of his jersey. But what are what have been your observations for Joe Burrow and what he's been able to do for that LSU team? I mean, obviously he's a great thrower, but I think we're you know, he's a leader, you know, his uh his leadership qualities, I mean, all those guys at LSU would, you know, run through a brick wall for him and they all love him and I feel like that's, you know, a huge quality to have as a quarterback and obviously he makes all the throws and uh I mean he's he's just always uh making every big play and I think he has a bright future in the NFL. Yeah. You have to think so, and I'd be remiss to not ask you about Coach O. So did you spend one or two seasons with Coach O as your head coach? So I had him for his interim season and then his first uh, full season as a head coach. And, you know, I loved every minute with Coach O. He's, uh, you know, he, he brought kind of a little bit of an NFL mindset to the way uh, we prepared for things in college. And I think guys really like that. And obviously he had his plan and it's built up to this moment for uh, Monday in the national championship. I have to ask you, what was your first impression of him? Because I remember the first time I heard him speak, I was like, what is going on? Can anyone understand him? Because I can't. And then it seemed like everyone from Louisiana could understand every single word. But what was your first impression of Coach O? So when he first got to LSU, he was a D-line coach. And uh, I mean, I just remember going, going to do one-on-one pass rush at the D-line and him just screaming at those guys. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, this guy's intense. And yeah, it just kept up through throughout the years I had with him. Do you have a favorite memory of him? I got uh, probably my favorite one is when uh, we were playing Arkansas at a eleven o'clock kick. So it's like seven thirty in the morning, and uh, our team meeting right before we left to go to the game. Coach just comes in screaming and you know chugs a Red Bull and <laughs> yells at us to get on the bus. And that was like that was one of our uh, one of our more favorite times with Coach O in the in the pregame speeches. It seems like he's just like, you know, all those videos you see on, on social media of like frat guys just going absolutely insane. Coach O just seems like a permanent frat guy that's just hyping up everyone in the frat house. Yeah, his whole thing was energy in the building. I mean, all the time, it's just, you know, it's always high energy screaming and, you know, guys, guys love it over there because of it. Before I let you go, Will, I have to ask you, has it been particularly special to play not only high school football, not only college football, but NFL football right here in Louisiana? Yeah, it's been pretty awesome. Just, you know, I've never really gone that far. Uh, you know, the farthest I've gone is Baton Rouge, and it's, uh, it's been pretty awesome to be able to play in front of my friends and family. And, uh, you know, I hope to continue to do that. How many people are you planning on bringing with you to the game on Monday? Actually, I'm just going with my dad and my little brother, so it'll just be the, the three of us going, and it'll be a good time. You know, just get to spend some time with them. 
Well, I hope you enjoy it, and uh, good luck to the LSU Fighting Tigers on Monday. All right, thank you. Thanks to Will for joining us on the show and giving his thoughts on Coach O, LSU, and all things ahead of Monday night's big showdown between LSU and Clemson. Before we get into Sean Payton's end-of-season press conference, I need to tell you to be sure to tune into ESPN's postseason NFL countdown as they travel to New Orleans ahead of Monday night's game. And there will be a special guest on that show. Your very own Sean Payton is going to be a guest analyst on that show on Monday. That show will begin at 11 a.m. So be sure to tune in to your very own Sean Payton. Hear what he has to say ahead of Monday night's game. All right, let's go ahead and get into the interviews with Sean Payton for his end-of-season press conference. In, in, a, in a perfect world, do you want all three quarterbacks back, or do you feel like you have to choose between them almost financially? Yeah, I, look, we haven't gotten that far yet. Uh, I like the perfect world scenario, and, and yet we don't live in one. So um, we haven't even gotten that far down the road yet. Mickey and I will spend a lot of time meeting. Uh, we'll meet on all these topics. Um, you know, we've got a handful, as we do every year, unrestricted free agents, and then a few restricted free agents. All of those uh, players will be guys that we spend a lot of time on and, and uh, you know, hopefully make the right decisions on. Sean, do you, Drew's always said it's year by year at this point, do you wait for him to make a decision, or do you reach out to maybe talk to him about that decision or shape that decision in any way? Well, listen, to date, we... We've not had to do any of that, and, and I, I wouldn't it'd be too early to say. I, I mean, I just finished talking to him five minutes ago, and it was about something else. It was about LSU tickets. So uh, it's just we just played two days ago, so we're, we're, uh, we're, we're clearly not even at that stage relative to our own roster. And, you know, I think it's always best that there's time that takes place between the last game and even when you begin to do what we do next, uh, I think it's important that there's some time in between that because you, you want to really give the true evaluation of your roster. I'm talking about all the other positions, but yeah, I'm sure Mickey and myself, and, and but, but there's not that formal call or I think, look, there'll be a gap of time here and, and uh, I can't speak for, for Drew as to, you know, his uh, his wants. I think he wants to play more, and, and I think that, shoot, we saw him play at a high level, and we just, you know, we'll discuss every player on the roster, himself included, but I, I don't anticipate this grandiose meeting or phone call anytime soon. We'll, we'll go through uh, the numbers. We'll go through the team and, and – and then try to do what's best for, for, for the team as well. Do you think with the right moves that you could be back at this spot next year? Well, we'll see. We'd like to think so. I mean, we're, we're excited about uh, the guys that we currently have, and, and our job now is to find you know, the, the other players that we feel like can help us uh, put ourselves in a position to, to, uh, to compete again. Um, Look, it's fresh off the season, and you know you don't know how the regular season is going to go. I thought, obviously, you know, early on we handled some of the adversity pretty well, and you know we found a way to win 13 games, which is hard to do. And, and you know, this league's funny. Sometimes 13, you know, can get you obviously a, a, a real high seed, and, and in our case, 
you know, we were playing at home, but but I think, uh, yeah, the challenge will be finding a way to to, to improve and, and put ourselves in that position, absolutely. In your experience in pro sports, to what extent is it possible that, in terms, in terms of team building, you feel like you've done almost everything right and it just doesn't work out sometimes? You know, like it doesn't work out relative to? In other words, you feel like you've done just about everything you wanted to do team building wise, relative to the re you know the realistic expectation and it just simply- But you didn't win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, look, that's hard to do. It's hard to do. Um, But that doesn't, you know, the 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 understanding that we're doing the right things relative to each step of the way, starting with you know the players in the off season and how we train and how we practice and all of those things, you know, uh, are are easy to to approach because I think the players themselves and everyone in the building understands, hey, we're doing the right things. And and that that doesn't promise you the final game. And yet to get there, you've got to win and continue to win. And, and that's, listen, that's the that's the trick then. But uh, yeah, all that being said, shoot these guys, as disappointed as they were yesterday leaving, um, they understand, you know, the challenges of of winning, you know, in the postseason, single elimination tournament. All right, if you want to watch or listen the entire interview, be sure to head to NewOrleansSaints.com or the Saints app right now where it is available. On Monday, we'll speak with Blair Casey, who's involved with Team Gleason, ahead of Steve Gleason receiving the Congressional Gold Medal next Wednesday, so you don't want to miss that episode on Monday. All right, that'll do it for today's episode of the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. We hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy it. Spend time with friends and family, and we'll check back in on Monday. Have a good one.